I've got something I'm slapping on your pump. And I've got ice, ice, baby. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history, uh, describe them in somewhat torturous detail, mm. uh, and then have Lizzie Roper judge us for it. Yes, he's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley, and together we have rolled the snow of history into a great big ball before adorning it with the carrots and pieces of coal of entertainment and presenting it to Lizzie Roper, hoping it will take us off to a magical land full of adventure, but being quite sure it will just result in a puddle and disappointment. Hello, Lizzie. How are you? <laughs> Hello, I'm very well. I've realised that I'm actually, I'm like the priest in the confessional and mm. two naughty altar boys are whispering, <laughs> whispering through a grill at me. And yet there's not a, there's not an enough Hail Marys in the world to absolve yourselves from this. No. <laughs> On that shiny note, <laughs> will take us to the 6th of June, 1844 and the opening of the Glaciarum, the first mechanically frozen ice rink. Not the first ice rink, but the first mechanically frozen one. Um... Because in the previously, if people had wanted ice rinks, they just waited till winter and put water on the ground and wait for, waited for it to freeze. But this was mechanically frozen. Um, it had first been open earlier in the year, um, in January, but that was just temporary. This was its first permanent opening. It opened at Grafton Street East, off Tottenham Court Road, which is now Grafton Way. Um, the best thing about it is the poster, which said at the top, Notice, but there was a hyphen in it, so it said, Not Ice, which was very funny. Oh. Oh. Not ice. So, wonderful phenomenon! Exclamation mark. Murphy outdone! Exclamation mark. I have no idea who Murphy is or how he was outdone. Awful prediction! <laughs> exclamation mark. I don't know what that means. I do not know why it should be awful prediction. Great thaw of the artificial ice! Exclamation mark. Three thousand feet in extent. Uh, it was made to look like an alpine lake. So they put fake mountains and everything around it, and put a fake glacier that you could slide down. Um, there were trees. They they chopped down and then re-erected inside the building. Uh, the, it said on the poster skaters and astonished sceptics are therefore invited to witness this wonderful discovery which was essentially it melting so that they could move it so um, they'd done it before in 1841 not with a proper ice though they'd faked ice by having hogs, lard and salt a mixture of that which you <laughs> skate around on Ooh. I do like a nice lard ring we're going larding later on yeah <laughs> If you're hungry, you can just sort of stop and scoop your hand through. Jane Torval and Christopher Dean recreate. In 1870, it closed down very soon after that. It was too expensive. But they reopened in 1876 in Chelsea. At any rate, 1844, on the 6th of June, the first mechanically frozen ice rink that was permanent opened up in Tottenham Court Road. That's my thing. Brilliant. Tottenham Court Road. I, I sort of miss, you know, these days where every, everything's phones, isn't it? It's all phones mm. and tablets. <clears throat> Tottenham Court Road used to be such a wonderful place to go yeah. when I was a young man to see all the insane gadgets and gizmos you could get there. And now it's all phones, isn't yes, it? it's just phones. Oh, I've turned into that person. <laughs> right. The <laughs> track, of course, <laughs> is highly superior to the 16 track. Do you know how much onions was? <laughs> right. Do, do we know what building it was in? Uh, it was Grafton Way, which, uh, so it's... Uh, Grafton Way, it, which is the bit opposite University College Hospital, I think. I don't know which building exactly, um, but I have a feeling there's a big Victorian-looking building Yeah. on that bit. So I'm assuming it's that one, opposite the entrance to UCL and by the University College Hospital. Do you remember the Dolphinarium on Oxford Street? No. 
Yeah, they, they turn had it into a dolphinarium. In 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 the seventies, um, because I can yeah. remember, I can remember going to see Robinson Crusoe on Dolphin Island, and I thought I'd I'd hallucinated, but I checked <laughs> it, I googled yeah, it, and there just... was a there was in the basement of I think what was what became Virgin Records. There was a they had they put in a huge stroke, insultingly small tank, <laughs> um, right. which had dolphins in it. So what? these dolphins wow. lived in a basement and they made them do tricks and stuff and then they put on a trashy pantomime with Robinson Crusoe. Um, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. That sounds really hateful. Really sure there's really a bear pit in the Trocadero <laughs> yeah. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next to M&M's world. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right, I'm going to take you to June the 6th, 1932. Mm. And the Revenue Act is introduced in the States. My favourite. Uh, this implements a whole set of new taxes and stuff. I know that's really going to fire up everyone's yeah. excitement. Because everybody what loves... Do they tax, the big... What do they tax, What do they tax? They tax gas. It's a gas oh. tax. We're going to tax your gas. Uh, I paid £142,000 last year in gas tax. Ooh. That's the vegan diet for you. <laughs> but um, I... Uh, yeah, it was one cent per gallon. Uh, now, this wasn't the first gas tax in the United States. Oregon had done it at a state level, but this was the first national gas tax. Uh, it was quite a bleak day. Lots of things got taxed. Mm. Dye, chewing yeah. gum, furs. <laughs> and I mean, those three things go together so well. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Any Anyone My trying to do a protest with... <laughs> against a fur coat? Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, firearms uh, and stuff like that. Uh, and women, and of course. Let's tax women. Yes. Always uh, yes. tax the women. Yes, they they taxed oestrogen. Uh, <laughs> if you were a producer of it, uh, then you, yes, you were subject to a 79% income tax. Why did the Americans um, call it gas and we call it petrol? I um, don't know. Well, it's, ga- it's <laughs> gas. It's gas. It's gas. Gasoline. It's gas. I guess gasoline. Wasn't, it's it's gasoline. Gasoline is the sort of, you'd call it that to make it sound more exciting. Gasoline. It's one of the petroleum. Petroleum. Yes. <laughs> so the... you still haven't answered my question. No, you just I made haven't. the words longer. Just... All right, fine. <laughs> I filled. I made noise that filled time for yeah. about thirty to forty seconds, and thought Excellent. that was good enough. That is essentially my job here. Cool. Okay. Here's what it is. Right. Yeah. Gasoline. Mm-hmm. May have been influenced by trademarked products, Kaserline and Gazerline. <laughs> and Vaseline. Okay. Mm. And uh, they, uh, we call it petrol. That started mm-hmm. in 1870. But in 1863, uh, the OED remembers and recall, records it as gasoline, L E N E. So, mm. again, like aluminum, actually, yeah, actually. Right. The Americans were there first with gasoline, and we made up petrol after that. Mm. Ow! So <laughs> You're happy now? You're happy Ow. now? Let's do the birthdays and the death days. I need to pay some tax! <laughs> happy birthday to Maria Theresa of Naples. She was the last Holy Roman Empress and the first Empress of Austria. Happy birthday to Eliza Orzeszkowa, the Polish novelist who was awarded the Nobel Prize in 1905 and who invented the idea of modern Poland. Happy birthday to Alex and Hesse, the granddaughter of Queen Victoria, uh, who married Nicholas II of Russia. She was haemophiliac. Um, she liked Rasputin. You all know all about her. 
Happy Death sure. Day to Peter sure Schaffer. my favourite Top 10 hemophiliacs. Happy Death Day to Peter Schaffer, who wrote a Black Comedy Equus. Ek, 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 Royal Hunt of the Sun. Royal Hunt of the Sun, Amadeus. But still is overshadowed by his brother who wrote The Wicked Man, frankly. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe had a go at uh, Equus. Yeah, he did. I, think he I saw it. I saw it. You saw I saw it. How, how was I his went, riding? I went to the theatre and mm. I found myself sitting in a theatre mainly full of either um, sort of 14-year-old girls or 30-year-old homosexual men. Mm. And we were all nice. there to see Radcliffe's junk. And yeah. when it got to did the you, scene... Did you get to see his junk? Well... Put it like this: It was like looking for the golden snitch. It... <laughs> no, not so much a bludger. Oh dear, oh no. mm, lordy, lordy! It was very upsetting. You know when it all gets sort of entangled in its own oh. mess. Oh, wow. <laughs> sorry. Am I looking at this the right way up? <laughs> <laughs> Did, he, did you hear him sort of backstage just before he went on shouting, Expelliarmus! <laughs> well, Expecto that's the, that's Patronum! The, the cruel thing about Equus is that you have to strip on stage, so it's all going to mm. get sort of sweaty and mangled up on itself. Yeah. So you don't have yeah, a chance to sort of shake and fluff. Sit. Yeah. <laughs> you get to present you it at its best. You do the shake, shake and fluff and put the freshness out. back. Yeah. On a bed of kale. Um... Happy Death Day to Anne Bancroft. She won an Oscar, three BAFTAs, two Golden Globes, two Tonys, two Emmys. She was in The Graduate. She was in The Elephant Man. And she was in Dracula, Dead and Loving It. I always wondered what kale was for now. <laughs> for the proper or is presentation that what you call your the... hairy? Yeah. Happy Death Day to John Paul Getty, who in 1966 was the world's richest man um, and who refused to pay for his grandson's ransom, which the story will tell later in the year. But uh, he only agreed to pay the amount of money that would be tax deductible at the end of the year uh, to get his uh, grandson back, even after the kidnappers had sent him his grandson's ear. That's John Paul Getty, 1966's uh, richest man. And that's the death days and the birthdays. Now, this is exciting. 3-3. Mm, <laughs> oh, is it 3-3? 3-3. Three, three? Three, three. Yeah, did you genuinely yeah. not know? No, I genuinely did not know. We are genuinely at three apiece. Again, this is the final date oh. fight of the week. <laughs> Unless I miscounted on Tuesday. <laughs> Everything, who cares? <laughs> Everything counts. <laughs> You are going to metaphorically have to throw everything on the floor and wriggle for me like the little yes. b- you are. <laughs> if I metaphorically care. <laughs> we know you do, Jake. Oh, yes. You can adopt um, as nonchalant an attitude as you like. We've all seen what happens with Shut up, shut up. You don't know me. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, well, you know. I don't even want to go to that party anyway. So no, no, you're know. not my real mum. <laughs> Right, 1932. Yes. 1932. Pull my finger. That's 50p, please. Oh, no, that's a pound. Call it a tennis. Enjoy your night. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Um, That's all I've got on that. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) I love the thought that you wrote that down. All I I've that. got. 50p. Call it a pound. I see, you get to prepare all this. 
And yet, oh, and yet. Yeah, genius, geniuses. Um, and we've got the skating <laughs> sceptics on mm. Grafton Street East. Mm. Oh, writhing around on, on wishing it was salt. hogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like an enormous pork scratching that you can mm. put a blade through. It's really difficult, isn't it? I mean, oh God, how do you... How would you persuade me? How could you possibly persuade me? I don't know. Do you throw money at me? Sexual flavors? (laughs) Flavors. What's it to be? What's it to be? Petroleo. Could we mix them together? Could we throw the gas at the ice? Oh, God. What a show. What a show. Michael Flatley. (laughs) Fire and ice. (laughs) On Hogslard. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. matches the surface he's skating on. <laughs> His yeah, oily okay. sheen is reminiscent of something. <laughs> okay, as I I'm pure, the idea of like river dance, but it's just a river of molten beef fat. <laughs> mm. Suet I'm, dance. <laughs> I'm just having a swig on my kombucha, and I think I've right. got the bogey. Is it the bogey or the scoby? Oh, it tastes oh, like the bogey. God. That um, is just fizzy vinegar, isn't it? It's totally fizzy vinegar. What a genius thing to make for people. Hey, we'll make them drink vinegar. How are we going to do that? <laughs> we'll make it fizzy. <laughs> They'll um, drink anything that's fizzy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right. Hot right. dogs in fizzy brine. Yes. <laughs> This is very important. Yes. I have to say, um, if it all boils <laughs> down to it, I don't... Um, I think the winner has got to be... Nat Tapley. Yes! <laughs> oh, what's, the, what's that all about? What's that actually about? What's that? What's that? You just you enjoyed you enjoyed doing blow off jokes for like the last five minutes. I gave you that. That was a gift to you. I gave you the image of Michael Flatley drowning in suet. It was all that hoggy but stuff. Only because it was the of hoggy my stuff. Fire. <laughs> That's mm. true. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Ooh, your ship's just come in. There we go. Join us next well, week. Well, fine. Where possibly fewer fart noises, but mm. definitely more facts. If I give you 50p, can I do this? <laughs> yes, you may. That's <laughs> 50p. I'd like Thanks. to make the point that every time I've met Lizzie in person, she said that and then does. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to do with today's date fight. If you want to get Lizzie involved Roper. in the conversation, do get in touch on social media. It's, uh, of course they don't. Why would they? They can make raspberry noises too. If you just want to write Fine. asterisk raspberry and asterisk do it at date underscore fight. You know, like there's that website, like, and thanks very much to our Patreons yes. right, for, for mm. supporting this podcast. Mm. Huge thanks to you. You know, there's an alternative sort of crowdfunding site called Coffee. Oh, yeah. If you'd like to buy me a Coffee, like, why don't we do a Bluff where if you'd like to... Sponsor if a like to, If you would if like, you'd to, like to pull my yeah. finger. If you would like, if you'd like to pay for someone to do a metaphorical blow off directly into our faces, why not head over to patreon.com slash datefights? Lizzie, it's always a joy. It's been wonderful, Lizzie. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're we welcome. love you very much, and we will definitely see you very soon here on Datefights. <laughs> I bet you bloody well. All right. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Last minute step to an amazing. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. We love you. Bye.